0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about how leveling still sucks in Destiny, uh, in Beyond Light. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or any of the podcast platforms, be sure uh, to head on over to SNTRlive.com if you want to catch me live Monday through Friday streaming, uh, you can go to SNTRlive.com. If you'd rather go to the network site, that's where all of the content is, the Rageous Roundtable, Repeat Theater, and this show, go to SNTRnetwork.com and be sure to Book market. So, listen, I know that every time an expansion comes out, we can tend to get too critical, we can tend to exaggerate, or immediately get too, you know, uh, I don't know, in sort of a jaded mindset about the, the content, but I want to say, there looks to be some really, really good content loops and grind in Beyond Light. However... I am focusing on leveling because it stands as a pretty significant barrier for both the raid as well as legendary uh, legendary lost sectors and some of the other grinds that they put in the game you can't really go and do until you level up, and it's a barrier to the content. So understand, I'm not trying to be immediately negative as soon as content comes out, but this has been a problem for a while, and I'm really disappointed in the lack of change from Bungie. So let's just start out by saying this is not a new problem. The Shadowkeep DLC unearthed, The same problems we're facing right now with RNG leveling based on gear, and that not all activities are equal. Okay. They said, and this was an announcement that I welcomed and thought was really great, and it's actually not really doing anything. They said that there will be a chance for uh, powerfuls to drop. In strikes, uh, as as you do them after your milestone is gone, so the chance to drop on those strikes, we tested it out, and I ran three strikes and didn't get a single thing to drop, and they're only plus one drops. You have to keep in mind, okay? Even if I got a powerful drop, eight strikes in a row, eight drops. 8 1s if they don't hit the right spots it wouldn't even level me up 1 point. So if I if I'm 1200 and I go and grind strikes and I run 8 in a row and I get a powerful every single time I still might not level up to 1201, okay? So even if it were super generous, it's still <laughs> it still would not be Uh, a very very good system and I ran 3 and didn't get a single one the best thing to do if you're trying to level up, they did patch the lost sector grind to get to 1200 really quickly, I don't know why they did that, I don't know why they care if you hit 1200 fast since it's the soft cap but the best thing to do after you hit 1200 is just go run comp Uh, comp is allowed to have an incredibly generous leveling path because you get both glory and valor at the exact same time, especially if you're going on a win streak, you level up at a breakneck speed, I spent a bunch of time doing my other milestones, I did my strikes, I did my bounties for Zavala, I did my bounties for the gunsmith, and I got to like 1204. I spent a couple hours in comp, we lost most of our games, because all of the trials teams are in there getting ready for the weekend, and we lost a bunch of games, and I still went from 1204 to 1214. I would not be able to do that in any other piece of the game right now. It's just not possible. The math is simply not there. A very simple solution that I came up with last night when we were talking about it, is since Zavala doesn't really have a rank and Shaxx has Glory and Valor you could give Zavala Honor and Prestige you could get Honor for running Strikes and Prestige for running Nightfalls if you run Nightfalls you could get both and you could be basically raising your rank with Zavala for the season and getting drops for the rollovers you'd want to slow it down a little bit because obviously you can't lose a Nightfall the way you can lose in comp. But this would make PvE and PvP equal, both in with respect to leveling when a season or an expansion starts. But it'd also be pretty nice. You could put in some triumphs, maybe some titles, maybe have seasonal rewards for hitting certain ranks and certain rollovers or resetting your rank. So I think they need to add honor and prestige to Zavala to mimic valor and glory on uh, on shacks and that would make things even and then i'd be totally fine i don't want to take away the ability for crucible to offer good leveling comp right now is an absurd speed and they didn't change it so if it was fine last year and it's fine this year please bungie give pve a leveling route equal to the speed of comp okay now second i want to say This is not just about the raid. Because every time we complain about this, people are like, no one's forcing you to get ready for the raid day one. All you have to do is play the game and you'll level up naturally. That is completely ridiculous to claim given the limited number of powerfuls. Bungie removed a significant number of PvE powerfuls from the game. There are very few now that you can actually run. Now, there will be some more next week whenever they finally bring back, I'm sorry, when they add the Wrathborn hunts okay so that will be nice but right now there's a very limited number of pve drops and getting a plus one an unknown amount of times that you need to run strikes to get a plus one is simply not enough The real issue here, there are higher level content loops that I cannot enjoy unless I spend an inordinate amount of time in content that I don't enjoy. So you're welcomed into a brand new expansion, you finish the campaign, which doesn't level all that consistently, we're not really sure why, it spits you out on the other end, I'm not strong enough to do almost any of the things that Varrick's had waiting for me, I had to use a lost sector to get to 1200, that was cheesy, and then, if I want to level from 1200 to 1250, rather than go enjoy the new content, the Empire hunts, leveling up the things uh, the sabotages that Variks has, I can't do that, I can't do any of that, if I want to level up and get higher level for the legendary lost sectors and all those other things I basically need to go and run comp. It's a very unwelcoming way to treat your player base to continually funnel us into content that we have no interest in in order to prepare for really, really cool end game or aspirational content. Keep in mind, these systems compound themselves because Zavala's bounties were asking me to get kills and strikes with weapons that were not yet 1100. They basically sunset the entire game, which I'm gonna do an entirely other video about because they essentially lied to the community. So, I was basically doing the Lost Sector grind to 1200, which was a massive shortcut that they're patching already and people are finding other ways to do it, but it was a massive shortcut and then I go into 1100 strikes. And I don't even have the loot diversity to have enough weapons to do the, the bounties. Because there's a bounty milestone, right? You need this, you need you know bows, SMGs, or whatever. So they raise the floor of strikes to 1100, sunsetting all of my gear that I could take in there and do the bounties for the milestone. So even the milestones that are available in PvE, the whole systems are folding in on themselves. It's a very, very illogical way to treat the logistical nature of this game and how you level. It does not work very well, and so most people are just going to suffer for two weeks doing a bunch of things they don't want to, like grinding comp all day. And then eventually, when we get over the leveling hump, we'll be able to enjoy the content, alright? And that's what I want to talk about here at the end. Bungie had a year, alright? It is difficult to accept... Virtually no changes to leveling with the exception of these very non effective chances at powerfuls. okay after an entire year this is unacceptable okay this was not this was not a new problem this is something we knew in shadow keep people complained about it back then why are you making us run content we don't want to and they don't even meet us halfway they do something that is essentially lip service like hey you can go and you can get your powerfuls continuing to drop in strikes and the chances are so low and the power bump is so low it's incredibly ineffective and doesn't basically do anything they had an entire year to do something and they basically did nothing my main concern is they seem to be focusing a lot on new players where will new players end up is Shaw Han gonna spit them out and then what how strong Are they? Where are they supposed to go? Are they going to go be able to enjoy the Beyond Light campaign because it levels up very fast and you get under-leveled very quickly? There's no matchmaking in there except when you need to go do the strike. So, will this system function as a good new player funnel? Are you going to dump new players into the game right now and are they going to be in like confused by the leveling? Or are they going to be frustrated by it? You can't just play. I don't know. Ninety percent of the content is not there to level you. It's there as basically just static drops that don't do anything for you. I was playing earlier and I was doing things for Varix and uh, and the Stranger. On Europa and that was getting purple drops and blue drops and they don't do anything for me. And so a brand new player might not understand that. Why am I not getting any loot to level me? Why are there so many limited options to level? And even if you actually do get the uh even if actually do get the powerful drops to drop on a low chance in strikes, it's not big enough to do anything for your level. It seems It seems this is the silver lining. This is the light at the end of the tunnel that I can give you. It really does seem like there's a good grind on the other side of leveling in Beyond Light. There's good things to chase. They came up with really good systems. We're already seeing a boon system that apparently exists for the Season of the Hunt Wrathborn hunts. And then you have the repeatable things you can do for Variks uh, with the Empire hunts for loot pursuit and then the Legendary Lost Sectors and then the raid. They created good loot pursuit and they put a giant, really unappealing leveling process in your way that we essentially have to deal with for a couple of weeks. I feel really bad for mid lane players and more casual players and even new players that are basically unable to level at a reasonable rate because a lot of people aren't going to want to do comp and comp does not go well, it's not very effective if you keep losing we played 21 games and we won like 6 because there are very many stacked trials teams in there, it's very very difficult to get your wins going solo queue is probably the best option so Bungie needs to reevaluate how they treat returning players as well as, as, uh, as new players anytime they put these leveling processes in front of you to get access to better content or upper echelon content because it really really is a completely backwards way i think of experiencing new content as a barrier for just basic core mechanics in a game so as always uh if you're listening to this in the other locations you can catch me at sntrlive.com, and we're actually going to try and do some q a today while i play haven't done that in a while so as always if you're listening or watching in the other locations please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my Q&A session that followed my talk about how leveling still sucks. If you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, Spotify, any of the podcast platforms, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com. If you want to catch the Monday through Friday streams, sntrlive.com. You can also go to sntrnetwork.com for all my content in one location. Uh, Before I jump into the Q&A, they actually have a stasis singe. It's a secondary singe. I didn't realize they were doing this. We thought there wouldn't be any stasis singe because it was free content. So that's exciting that there actually is stasis singe in uh, in Strikes. So that is... Uh, I didn't know that was something. Um, they put it as a secondary singe. So void, stasis, and grounded. Uh, that's kind of cool. So it takes away Grenader or Brawler. That's kind of nice for paying members because we get to go in and get you know a little bit extra. So... That's kinda of cool. So for those of you listening to this recording, I'm actually playing the game and doing q and I've not done this in a while. So if it feels a little bit more fragmented and staggered, maybe more uhs and ums, I apologize. I'm trying to get through the content and grind while also uh, doing my normal routine with Q&A and talks and leveling sucking is obviously a pretty uh, hot topic. So first question from Cardoc. What are your thoughts on your season rank show next to your name in game? Should this be a dividing point between hardcore and casual players? I don't really think so. I mean, mainly because it's literally just your season rank. I, you know, um, it, it's, as, as far as, uh, yeah, we have the date wrong. As, as far as it just being your season rank, I don't, I don't think that that's that big of a deal. Um, it's, it's more of a, it's, it might be more of just like an accolade for yourself to like, if you really, really care about, uh you know, getting, because some people went crazy. I couldn't believe it. I went to Reddit and I had people in chat and I saw people on Twitter talking about their season rank and I couldn't believe how high some people take that thing. Uh, It's kind of wild. I was looking, somebody said that they hit a 1,000. I saw people with, you know, 500, 700, 800, things like that. So I would say it's more about that. I don't necessarily think it's meant to be a dividing point between casual and hardcore players. Truth be told, I mean, the best way still, uh, as far as we can tell, the best way to rank up your season pass is just to slam bounties. And that's not really necessarily a testimony of if you're a hardcore or a casual. Mainly because, like, you can... You can put in hardcore hours, but still play casual content. We've talked about this before, how um, there, there's, there's, the, there's hardcore hours, and then there's hardcore commitment. So, you can definitely go into... Um, I don't know what happened with my jump right there. I went like this and then just didn't have a second jump. Uh, you can put in a hardcore amount of hours and only play casual stuff. Like, you can just live in the public space. You can just live in lost sectors. And then there are people who could play, you know, two or three hours a week, and yet all they care about is dungeons, trials, raids, etc. So, for me, it's not necessarily even, a, even an indication of hardcore and casual. Like, just because you put in a bunch of hours doing, you know, lost sector bounty farming, I wouldn't say that that is necessarily an indication that you're like a hardcore player. Because um, I think there are other thing, ways to define the term, especially because... I know people that can't play that much, but they love raiding and they love doing dungeons. And in in many in many cases, a lot of the times that season rank is just something people do because they're bored too. Like it's not a you're not grinding for god rolls, you're not trying to get high stat armor, you're not trying to get a high stat exotic. You're literally just just slamming bounties to get that number to go up, which uh, you know is it's not again it's not, I don't think it's an indication of of hardcore versus uh, versus casual. And does it need to be a dividing line? I would say, in general, no. There's no real reason to divide the community over stuff like this. It just doesn't ultimately matter. Um, in the in the grand In the grand scheme of the game, it doesn't ultimately matter. If you're a hardcore, you're a casual. Uh, it doesn't. I don't think it really. I don't think it matters. So I'm trying to get stasis kills. It's really distracting because it's like I'm trying to do this. Yeah, there we go. I can probably just use the grenade launcher to do it, uh, and get the number. There's a there's a quest for the, the grenade launcher, and I'm already at 11 out of 60, so we should be fine. Next question from Akuta Papa says, Based on the campaign, are they foreshadowing our ghost's death and our ability to continue on and find strength from the inside? I don't actually agree with this read for a couple of reasons. Um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think that They make it very clear that our ghost is with us no matter what. Uh, He's with us no matter what. He says it multiple times. He's like light, dark, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm your ghost. He says that. He says it when we're driving around. He says it at one point. I think even during the campaign. And I think that's a pretty good indication that we are gonna get more more darkness subclasses. I think that was something that was indicated in the UI and then pretty much all but confirmed by uh, Luke Smith when he said, you know, this is the first dark subclass that we'd be getting. So I would say that our ghost is not going anywhere. Now, my theory about us becoming a guardian of power, I think lands really well with the fact that our ghost is kind of like i'm with you no matter what i don't really care you know i'm i'm your ghost no matter if it's dark or light i think that's pretty good indication that we're probably going to be in a different scenario as well with respect to like the traveler um or is are we gonna are we gonna actually lose our connection to the light and then we're gonna basically have to use our own strength and power to harness both light and dark um So, if your ghost dies and you don't come back, you die too. Right, that's the other thing, is our ghost reses us, and we don't necessarily know how that works. I mean, maybe we do in the lore, does it rezz us with the light? Do we have to have a connection to the Traveler in order to be res? I mean, in that video where Zavala's like, what does it mean to be a guardian? I mean, in that video, he basically shows himself dying a bunch of times and coming back. Is that because of the Traveler? Is that because of his ghost? Can the ghost only do that because of the Traveler? You know, there's a, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of questions, and I think they can kind of retcon anything if they want, and just kind of give us the ability to, <laughs> to, to do whatever we want if they want. Like I said, if they just want to make us a guardian of power, and just say that we can we can harness both, um, it certainly could be uh, that that could be the scenario. I would like that to be the scenario, not just because I, you know, not just because I predicted it, but I think that would just be cool uh, in general. So, I don't think they're going to kill our ghost. I don't think our ghost is going to go away. I think we just got to the ability to to change the ghost's appearance. Now, something Luke Smith did say is he said that uh, there would be... um, He said that there would be... No, he didn't say there would be. He said that the stranger's ghost was not a ghost, a little fish floaty thing. He said, yeah, it's not really a ghost. Uh, And then that's all he kind of said. And we were like, oh, are we going to get one? And he didn't really give a, a, a clear answer. I think that the ghost could fundamentally maybe transform and that's why the stranger's ghost is not a ghost it's it's a ghost that's not a ghost um i think that that could be something that we get as well i think she's already a guardian of power truth be told i i, I think she's already uh in that in that ballpark so i i i think we're going to become the same as her because she's all about power that's like one of her big lines is we're you know we're we're doing we're doing this by our sheer power we have the power to 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 do this and that's like been one of her main lines and I don't think it's a coincidence that we are getting orbs of power and she's constantly talking about like we have the power and you know it's she's focusing on that and then you know Variks was like there's only one truth in in the darkness it's death and you know I don't know. She's using stasis in the cinematic. Right, she's already using stasis in the cinematic, which is interesting because we go and get stasis in a way that we don't see her do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's it's interesting uh that she already has it. I also don't really know and we don't they, they we don't honestly know what power heiress is using in that cutscene because she's using her orb and like hitting people with it but it's not freezing anybody it's just hitting them and it's it's got that shape and the shape that it is is the shape that it was whenever she went in uh, to that that room with the veil and there was like a statue, and she touched it, and her orb changed. Now people thought maybe she was using stasis. I don't think she is. I think that I think her orb is doing something completely separate. Um, yeah, Drifter uses stasis too, because he's the one that puts the wall up for Eris. We don't actually ever see. We don't ever see Eris use stasis. The Drifter throws something. And then the stranger does some stuff, but then Aeris has her little her little ball, which has got the Aham Carabone in it, and she's just hitting people with the ball. And the ball's encased in black, and it gets encased in black in the end cutscene when she goes in and touches the statue. She's not freezing. Not once did we see Eris freeze anybody or actually use stasis. So I'm not actually sure um, if. Uh, if she's using something else. I, I would, I'm would. i telling you, go back and watch the cutscene. Watch it closely. Aeris never uses stasis. We don't get any confirmation that she's uh, using stasis. Darksider. With Bungie removing lots of sources for powerfuls and pinnacles, Nightmare Hunts, Daily Moon Story Mission, Pit of Heresy, Garden of Salvation, Bungie hurt leveling quite hard. Do you see this as Bungie saying their goal is harder leveling, and do you think in the future leveling will be harder? If their goal... If their goal was to do harder leveling, they didn't succeed because you can level ridiculously fast playing comp so if again if their goal was like we want harder leveling I don't believe they succeeded uh, I don't believe they succeeded at all um because you can level so fast in comp um, if 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 they were trying to slow leveling down then they I, I would imagine that they would have nerfed. Uh, they would have nerfed the, the comp leveling and they didn't um, so I don't know comp is hard yeah I mean I guess like you definitely you definitely level faster you definitely level faster by winning and it, it is kind of hard to, to, to win right now in comp um, Than it than it is to just like run run milestones and stuff um, so I could see that you know that playing a factor that in their mind comp is okay to level you that fast because it's basically really really challenging to go on win streaks I don't know to me it seems weird you know you have high level teams and high level crucible teams they are going to have no problem going into comp and consistently winning and because of that you're dealing with a very very small portion of the player base that can level at a breakneck speed Just because they're level, just because they're able to win, Um, I don't know. I never really quite understand what their what their goal is with leveling. I I can't get I can't get a firm grasp on what their thoughts are on it. They're like, it's like they're stubborn about it. They said for the longest time, they're like, well, the best way to level is to go play all the content. We have a variety of content, and we like people to go enjoy it. Okay, that's not really an answer. Uh, You know. Secondly, they finally give you the ability to grind the strike playlist. For a quote, chance at powerfuls, and they're plus ones. So, as I said yesterday, even if they gave me a plus one for every strike I completed, you'd have to have perfect RNG. Perfect. Eight strikes in a row with perfect RNG, and you'd go from 1200 to 1201. With perfect RNG let's say you're 1205 to go from 1205 to 1206 you would need perfect RNG and have to run eight strikes in a row that is ridiculously slow and that's way more generous than leveling is right now leveling right now is not generous at all in in strikes so again, I think the answer is to take the Valor and Glory system and give it to Zavala and call it Honor and Prestige. And if you run Nightfalls, you get to level both. You get to level your Prestige. You get to level your Honor. And when you do that, you're getting a consistent drop rate of Powerfuls, and you're able to, you know, go on your merry way. Um, there's a hot fix tomorrow. Did they say what it's addressing, or they just announced that there's going to be one? Um. Is the level glitch still working? Not in the not in that uh EDZ lost sector, no. Ace's Ares's orb was stasis colored? No, it was not. It's like a black purple. All of the stasis is like a dark blue. Her orb is like almost like a blackish purple. It is not stasis colored. Stasis is like a like a dark blue compared to the to the light blue of Arc. I'm t- I'm telling you right now. I don't think her orb is stasis. If her orb is stasis, it's a pretty crappy stasis weapon because it doesn't freeze a single thing. It just hits them. It's like a blunt object. (laughs) It's just a blunt object. I've done 15 strikes straight. I started at every gear being 903 except for my power weapon at 907. None of my drops have given me plus one power. It'd be 904. I don't understand the power numbers you're giving me. You can't even be 904, 903. I don't understand... I don't understand. I hate. I absolutely hate the pikes in this freaking strike. Um, she's using the detonator. What do you mean she's using the detonator? It's literally just a club. It's just clubbing people. It's a. It's a bowling ball basically. She's just hitting people with a bowling ball. Um, the damage check is broken. Oh, did they say it's going to be? Did they say it's going to be for? Uh, For the Wither Horde, since they disabled it, and people actually like using that. It'd be cool if the Wither Horde... Because the Wither Horde... People were saying the Wither Horde is, uh... Where'd you get your shirt? I got it in the Bungie store a long time ago. I don't know if it's still available. It's pretty close. I don't know. There's a huge difference between the blue, almost purplish look of the stasis crystals and stuff. Because, dude, I've been getting jabated by the crystals on the ground, thinking I'm seeing heavy. There's a big difference between that and her ball that looks like a black bowling ball. Like I don't know. It it, it definitely feels, um, it definitely it's so much fun when I'm working on stasis kills and you come to my rescue and I waste my melees. Thank you, Mister Hanbrolo. Your mom is a bowling ball. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know I think we're going to learn I think we're going to learn new abilities I think we're going to learn new abilities every year and uh, one of the ways they're doing that is with the three NPCs so I think that she's got something else going on personally uh, that's what I think I think she's got something else going on she's got some other powers she's going to teach us and I think that's how they're going to do it <laughs> uh monk should Bungie have left the Lost Sector farm as it only helped people reach 1200? And what can Bungie do since they refuse the slot level to ease intentionality this season? Right, and that's what I was trying to talk about in my video. It's like the systems compound on each other because you're you're basically you're basically unable to even do the bounties initially because you need depth of gear, you need a bunch of 1100 weapons if you're wanting to do bounties and the strikes, I can't wait for all the people to get into my my comments on that video and tell me that you can you can be 1100 and your guns don't have to be, like I cannot wait for people to tell me that, that's, that's my favorite uh, piece of misinformation and that's not even on the community, Bungie does not explain that if your weapons are not at 1100, you will do way less damage, like they don't explain that and so tons of people think that oh no yeah you're totally fine you you can you you can you can just go in at 1100 and have lower weapons and it's like no you can't and most people don't know that and it's honestly not even their fault so um yeah i As far as the patch, like, should they have patched the Lost Sector? No, they shouldn't have, because now a bunch of people hit 1,200 sooner and are able to do their powerful grind sooner, and since they're able to do their powerful grind sooner, they have an advantage, you know, to getting to 1,230. Now, somebody might push back and be like, well, anybody that's really committed is going to have no problem uh, getting to... Uh, 1230 it should be pretty easy right well sure but again when something like that emerges I think Bungie should just take it on the chin and be like well Bank error in your favor you know they didn't patch Golgoroth and say well that's not how we intended that fight to go they've never fixed Riven now they, I guess they said that's not possible to fix Riven but it's like there's not really a reason to do it I don't think I, I think there was plenty of reason to leave it um, I think there was plenty of reason to leave it be just let people do it, you know, you remove plus zeros from vendors, you know let people just do that um, removing plus zero from vendors or having any other source of efficient backfilling killed leveling now maybe the seasonal activity will have something but should be ingrained into the game uh, it got data mined through dim that the uh, season of the hunt activity is going to be uh, one pinnacle and I think three Through four powerfuls or something initially or three powerfuls or something like that I can't remember exactly so there will be a powerful source but again you can't really effectively backfill um, unless you're really really diligent to save stuff on your uh, on your season pass but even that you know even that's not the you're gonna run out eventually you know so next question from Poet Anderson do you think Bungie intentionally wanted us to be massively underleveled for the campaign, or do you think that they intended us to go do other things? Crucible, Gambit, ETC, to level 4, stuff they put in the campaign? I've never quite understood that. I never have quite understood hitting what feels like a gear check or a level wall. Um, you know, hitting what feels like a, uh, a, a gear check or a level wall, and then basically feeling like well i i better go and do something else instead of the campaign i've never understood that we've been playing the game for years um so why do you know why do i need to do that why do i need to go and 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 spend time outside the campaign to enjoy the campaign uh if that's their philosophy i i don't it it makes it makes such little sense to me um as a way to treat the player, you know, that's why I said in my video, like, where are new players going to end up? Where are they going to end up? Are new players going to get spit out by Han and end up in in a weird position for leveling through the campaign and be under leveled? You know, they don't they don't give you they don't they don't give you matchmaking, so you're basically by yourself unless you have buds. So like the solo new player. I think the funnel is potentially very, very unwelcoming because they could end up really underleveled. They don't really understand why. They don't really understand the fact that like, oh, wait, I'm too weak. That's typical RPG leveling. No, I don't think so. Most RPGs that I've played... If I go and do the main quests and the side quests that I'm given, I end up over-leveled. It happened in Diablo, it happened in Borderlands, um, there, were, there were plenty of games that I've played over the years that did not do that. You actually end up getting side quests and main quests and you end up over-leveled. I was over-leveled in both Diablo 2, II, Diablo 3 and Borderlands if I diligently did all the side quests. I never, I never once was like, "Oh man, I better go and do, uh, I better go and do old content to level up." And I guess it's different because those you'd have to you'd have to look at an expansion and see if they do that with an expansion. Like, here's a new expansion. Go run old stuff to play the expansion. I, I don't know. I, now listen, listen. I'm only talking about the campaign, mind you. I'm only talking about the campaign I think it's fine for Bungie to reuse to reuse pieces of the game to say if you want to continue leveling now you got to go run strikes now you got to go get powerfuls. I think that's actually totally fine. I'm not even talking about that I'm talking about the fact that if you're if you're one to play the campaign it's set up in such a way that like you're you're not really able to unless you want to go off again if you want to play it under leveled like I did you can but if you want to level up you have to leave the campaign new players cannot go to Europa until they level to a certain point oh really do we know what that point is Darksider just found something that says that if you're a brand new player you can't go to Europa until you hit a certain power level So that answers that question. Maybe they realize that the the campaign would be rough for a new player if you don't make them level first. How do they get? I wonder what they do to teach you how to level then, because if you get to twelve hundred, the campaign's a cakewalk. I wonder if they get you to twelve hundred or at least eleven hundred. I don't know. And do they teach you how to do that? The game should do it on its own if it does it right. The problem with the soft cap is it's related to the abundance of. it's related to the abundance of of drops it's not related to anything else it's not a it's not It's not something that you can um, influence really that's why the lost sector thing it's not level it's XP destinations unlock via XP if you not own the expansion associated with that destination oh you're talking about free players that's not new players that's not new players that's, those are free players so free players have to unlock destinations with XP so they can't just jump in and immediately go to Europa that's only if you don't own the expansion yeah that's not helpful information uh, Darksider cause it's like that, that only applies that only applies to people that, that don't own it so yeah the whole syringe, do you think leveling is deliberately arduous in order to try to drip feed the content to players, power level used to lock players out of some content? I mean, that that's always, uh, you know, that's always an option that in their mind, they're, they're keeping people from just blitzing through the content too quickly. But what do you mean though? Like what content am I going to go play through too quickly? Okay, let's imagine this is their goal. Their goal is to keep you from going into the content too quickly. So when you buy new content, you're not supposed to play it. Do you see? Like, you're, I guess you're supposed to go run old content and you're supposed to go run um, not just old content, you're supposed to go run comp if you really want to level quickly. It just as a system it doesn't make any sense so we're now I ran three strikes the other day and we just ran two and I haven't got a single powerful so that's five strikes and I can't even get a plus one I can't even get a plus one so like again it's it's super it's super imbalanced if you want a level their 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 chance at a powerful in strikes is a joke five strikes and you can't even give me a plus one i mean come on right now a plus one would let me see where i'm where i where my level stands no a plus one wouldn't even do anything for me i'm a flat i'm a flat 12 15 before my artifact i i don't know i got the 60 out of 60 on the stasis so i just need one more strike with stasis enabled um i don't know it if I get the idea of, of, having, uh, of having things be drip fed or slow or they don't want things to, to happen too fast. I get that. I think there are better ways to do that and I'll give you a handful of examples. Hey, Wrathborn hunts and Empire hunts and uh, the campaign and the legendary lost sectors are going to have staggered releases they're gonna have staggered releases so three weeks in you launch legendary lost sectors Uh, four weeks in you launch a hard mode for wrathborn hunts Uh, do you see what I'm saying you can you can literally you can literally create I hate this strike you can literally create you can create the effect without making the player jump through hoops it's very very simple you, you just stagger quote-unquote hard mode. They did that with Sundial, right? Sundial launched, and like two or three weeks later, they launched hard mode. Now, hard mode served no purpose. There was no loot attached. There was nothing really going on. However, that's the general idea. You can make sure that content doesn't get absolutely exhausted too quickly by staggering its release. As opposed to being like, well... We don't want you to play the content too quickly, so run on this treadmill for two weeks. For the more casual player, run on this treadmill for a month. I, I don't know. Gamer Cat says with a five dollar, uh, a five pound. Anyway, a five, a five spot. I didn't play from July to now, but experiencing the level system again is like whiplash, really painful, and stopping me wanting to go back, uh, to get back in the car. Yeah, it's just yeah whiplash is good expression yeah it feels like somebody slammed on the brakes you can't just play the content can't just play the campaign you know uh the problem is when they do that people complain that they can't play what they paid for I I think they they, but they do that anyway any painter so I don't think that's, that's not a legitimate comeback it's five pounds thank you that's not a legitimate comeback they do that anyway the raid doesn't launch right away. Dungeons have never launched right away. Uh, all kinds of things don't launch right away. And if people are going to complain about, like, I paid for it, I should get it day one, well, shut the frick up. They've done that for ages. That's not, I'm not telling you to shut the frick up, any Painter. I'm saying that complaint is not legitimate. There's no reason for Bungie to be afraid of that complaint. That's stupid. That's like, an, that's, that's just ignorant. That's just people being ignorant. Um... The, the time, time staggering releases of things is 100% fine, especially if it's hard mode, if it's end game, if it's aspirational. It's totally fine. Why? Because then you have time to level up and get ready for it. Instead, it's like right now, you look at the stuff that you want to do. Now we know the raid is, is out on the horizon, but we look at the stuff that we want to do, and it's like, okay, how do I level? Go run comp. Go run a highly competitive, sweaty playlist in the Crucible. What? i don't understand i wanted to get new loot i wanted to do things i wanted to play strikes i wanted to do nightfalls i wanted to play pve yeah well the best way to get ready for pve aspirational content or the best way to level up to do the aspirational content is to go and run a highly competitive crucible playlist a player versus player environment i you know it just is it's back it's backwards it's backwards uh, King Key says, "Why doesn't Bungie let us level up naturally to the soft cap through the campaign, uh, similar to how other games level you up gear-wise?" I don't know. I really, really don't w- know. I played through the campaign and I came out on the other end, and I was grossly under-leveled for the Aramis fight, and we couldn't really understand it. Now. Somebody thought it might have had to do with the fact that I had that glitch out because we had disconnects that day. I was getting drops from, like, bosses, Variks, and random enemies that were really, really high, and then I would get, like, other drops that were, like, nothing. It didn't make any sense. It's was like, what? Why am I not getting, you know, why am I not getting uh, even the slightest bit of a bump? I'm, I'm, I'm getting nothing, right? Well, I think it was because... Yeah, you know, it was because they uh they had people disconnecting and I think my like my level got like locked or something. We couldn't really make heads or tails of why it happened. That was just the theory that we came up with. You know. So, um it, it there's no there's no true way to know why the leveling happened the way that it did because there wasn't really an explanation of what leveling was supposed to look like through the campaign. They never came out and said. So... It's the exact same ball. You're right. I still think it's Stasis. It's her Stasis' ability because we wanted the same statue to completely unlock Stasis. No. We did not go to the same statue. It was a different statue. We went to a different statue. Don't you see? Eris has already learned another dark subclass that she will teach us in the future we learn stasis by going to a completely different location and statue I believe that's fundamentally what they're going to be doing that little, that little um, ship that landed and we kept going back to it It like opened up and it looks like this big giant you know, sarcophagus or something and we kept going back to it to like focus our uh, our stasis. I think they're gonna do that every time we go to a new location. I think that thing's gonna show up to teach us something new about the darkness. And I think Eris already knows the one that we have and I would not be surprised if when she teaches us the dark subclass, we end up going back to the moon when we're done and we go down in there. The Ziggurat, is that what it was called? Yeah, the Ziggurat. I wouldn't be surprised if whenever she teaches us her dark subclass, we go back to the moon, we go down into the pyramid ship in the moon and we go touch that statue and we get whatever she's got, I think it's different I think it's some sort of an earthen summoning dark power or something, I don't know something with, with stone or, or like a corruption, I don't know so that's what I think they're going to do every expansion and I think she's already kind of given us a clue that she's using something different that we don't have access to just yet uh, the torch does the garden of salvation raid still drop powerfuls no it does not oh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news next question do you think that the feedback on leveling hasn't been loud enough in the community Did Luke Smith or the other community managers ever acknowledge a specific feedback about leveling I wonder if that's the reason that they haven't made the issue due to lack of loud feedback I can't imagine Shadowkeep Bungie being in the dark about the fact that during Shadowkeep there was a that was really fun there was a giant discrepancy between leveling in comp and leveling in the rest of the game I, I can't imagine that they didn't hear us on that That's that seems unlikely 5spot from Officer Biebski says Bungie needs to stop Bouncing the progression of the game around nonsense that veteran players manage to find out the barrier of entry is high I know it's like they're focusing on the wrong people I feel like we always have this conversation where they legislate leveling to like the minority and then everybody else has to suffer because they make leveling a bunch of hoops you know what I mean so that is unconfirmed exact same location no it's not the exact same location it's a different ship It's a different ship. It's not the exact same location. Every ship, more than likely, has one of those statues in it. You are presuming and assuming it's the exact same location. She was on the moon. We weren't. How can that be the exact same location? Different ship, same statue. That's what I'm saying. It's a different ship, same statue. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's what's going to happen. We're going to learn another dark subclass in Witch Queen. And she's going to take us back to the moon to finish it when we're all done. And it would be like, oh, that's what she got when she touched that statue, because it was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Let it happen. Uh, yeah, so to, to end this question to uh, Aaron, <laughs> um, they got plenty of feedback on leveling, and they chose to ignore it. The torch. I personally have no issue with sunsetting reaching further into the game than endgame, uh, forcing the old guns out, incentivizes to grind for new meta gear. That sounds great and all, but unfortunately, what you're saying doesn't jive with how they talked about sunsetting. And they added, you know, twenty-something guns in comparison to the seventy-five percent of the legendary loot pool that's been sunset. So they were maybe a little too harsh. They were a little too harsh and too extreme. At the very least, they could have not... They could have left Shadowkeep gear alone. Um, and then, then you would at least have all of year three that, to be usable right now. You know what I mean? Um, a five spot from Officer Viz- uh, v- Beebsky says, Another five spot says, I'm calling it that the Guardian from We Are Our Salvation cutscene is a dark copy from The Stranger's Timeline. Oh... I like that you think it's us yeah from a from a dark future timeline hmm that's not bad That's not bad uh yeah but to what you're saying torch like they didn't talk about sun setting in this way so listen let me be clear about something The fact that people assumed it would be bad. The fact that people assumed it would affect the entire game. And the fact that you're okay with it. With respect, your presumption, assumption, or opinion simply does not matter. It's not how they communicated it. And it's incredibly dissolving and diluting to the player base's loot pool at the current juncture. It's extreme. Um, And they didn't add enough. I think I'd be a little bit more more apt to say, okay, that was pretty extreme Bungie, but dad gummit, you guys added so much loot, it kind of doesn't matter. You're getting loot out the ying, you're getting loot everywhere. You're getting loot from this, loot from that, new gun here, new gun there, everywhere, everywhere here, there, bang, bang, shitty, bang, bang, EIEIO, like just guns everywhere. But that's not the case at all. They barely filled it, it it it's a it's a huge huge uh vacancy there are certain gun archetypes right now you cannot get you cannot get there are gun archetypes you can't get right now it's not possible they don't exist at level so if you want a certain type of archetype for you know i think there's a submachine gun a rapid fire maybe i forget what it is There's a handful of archetypes that if you want one at level right now, can't get it. Doesn't exist. Now, is it rapid fire pulse? Yeah, there's no rapid fire pulse that you can get at level. It's not possible. It doesn't exist. So, now, if they add that in subsequent seasons, people would probably be okay with that. But the problem with that is, is you're creating a standard where Bungie's allowed to create these huge vacancies and you just kind of have to wait for them to fill it which, if you're okay with that, great I generally don't think the community is going to be too keen on that Rip the Warden's Law, so much potential squandered? Yeah, they finally make 110s, potentially maybe viable, I don't know, they up them to 120s and then the Warden's Law has been sunset, so it doesn't even matter, I can't even try it out I guess I could take it to a public space loss sector and not really have any clue how strong it is because all those web- all those enemies are insanely weak. No void hand cannons? Right, we talked about archetypal vacancies a long time ago and I said that's why they should go back to, lead- to-, to primary, secondary, heavy and give us true elemental primaries. Let me change the element on a weapon, make it really, really expensive. So I'm potentially motivated to get three versions of the same gun. And not only have you just deepened the, the the grind and the loot pool, you've made it a lot easier to avoid archetypal vacancies. so You don't have to worry about people, you know, being like, "Man, I can't get, can't get the thing that I want. I can't get the, I can't get or use the gun that I want." You you, you would solve that problem quite simply by creating a oh, her damage. Yeah, she's got damage thresholds. That's annoying. I thought maybe we might be able to beg her. Put as much ice on her as i could So i that's just that's just how i view it it's like you're 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 okay if, if you are okay with it and you're like i just out with the old in with the new you know over the lips over the gums you know look out stomach here it comes like you're okay with that you're like yeah dude just give me give me all the new stuff i props to you for being okay with it I think they should have communicated a lot clearer about how it was going to look and also they should have put in a lot more loot given how much was sunset. I that's that's my that's my that's my flyover is they they should have given us a lot more loot given what was sunset. I think that ogre just punched my attempts to hit him with this. Oh yeah, they're too big to be frozen it seems. That's crazy. So. Eknor with the next question. With contest modifier present in all pinnacle act in all pinnacle activities like the raid, Grandmaster Nightfall, why they are treating leveling like content. It doesn't matter if I reach max level day one, just remove the cap. Yeah, this is actually a great piece of feedback. This is a great piece of feedback. Getting max level really fast doesn't matter. It doesn't. Um Okay, so that is uh, that is now six strikes without a single uh, powerful drop. Keep in mind when I say powerful, I am saying plus I'm saying plus one. that is six strikes. Uh, I gotta do Wenix's platoon defeat Wenix's platoon in the crux of darkness. I don't even know what that is. that's six without even getting to plus one. To test out the strike playlist. And I have... um, Well, I guess we could have been running Vanguard Prosperity. I don't know how much of a difference that would have made. I had the Crucible one on by mistake. So... This is a great piece of uh, feedback from Eknor. I think they could have easily been like, Yeah, with Contest Modifier, it doesn't matter if you hit it really, really fast. Uh, It's okay. We will... uh, We will... uh, we'll just we'll just let you level as fast as you want contest modifier keeps things even you know the torch. We talked about a lot of bad. I want to shout out how good the minor armor mods are. We can finally tune our stats and we have individualized to do so energy costs less than half. This is actually really good. I didn't notice this. This was not announced, but yes, you can add five mobility or ten mobility. Five mobility only costs one. This is actually really, really good when you only need an incremental amount of stats. You can spend less of your energy uh, and get five instead of ten. I thought that was actually, yes, a really, really good uh, change that they didn't talk about, uh, I thought that would have made for a great uh, announcement or stream or something uh, to outline that change, give you a little bit more control uh, over your build. I thought that could that was uh, you know potentially a uh, you know a thing that they could have talked about to show folks, hey, we're trying to kind of meet you in the middle, and uh, you know the the customization of our stats is still not the greatest. Uh, I think they could still do a little bit more um, to make it better. It should all—I think it still should be a percentage. I don't think eighty-nine should be equal to eighty. I still think that's a problem, uh, personally. So, um, in 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 general, they they've made a lot of small, teeny, tiny baby steps toward us on certain things. You can rerun strikes for a powerful drop. Okay, well, a plus one doesn't do jack squat. Uh, and uh, the drop rate's terrible I've run 6 strikes and haven't gotten a single one so um, hey you can do incremental stat adds oh, that's nice that's nice but stats should still be percentage based so 89 is not equal to 80 um, but, but again it's a good step toward us it's a good step toward giving the player more uh, volition and control over their stats over their loadout and all that I, I definitely agree that uh, that is a, uh, that's a good change T. Grimm. It's been awesome having to throw my guns away, but in reality I have no expectations on keeping any of my old gun. Oh, I had no. The question is, why not just say this was happening? This is precisely the point, right? This is precisely the point. Whether or not you are okay with the, you know, the, the sun setting situation. Whether or not you presumed And you're like, I told you, Lono, I told you they were going to screw it up, okay? None of that actually matters. None of it matters. My point is, the communication was poor. And if you're going to make system-wide changes, I think you need to be way, way more uh, clear uh, about it. I think this might be, you think this might be the raid opener room? I don't know, I feel like there's little stations throughout the room, this could be a raid opener and then we'll end up going through some door or something, you know what I mean um so you know, stop playing Destiny and stop the complaining isn't it ironic that you're in my chat throwing a tantrum about not wanting people to complain, so maybe you're doing the thing you don't want others to do which, it sounds like you really belong on Twitter I think you'd get along with the that that intellectual level of, uh, of thinking. I think Twitter is where you should hang out. Um, Flynn, since the DCV exists, would it have been a better idea to have Sunset Loot be a part of things that were tossed from the game while things still in the game would still be fair game? I don't necessarily know what you mean by this, uh, but I do know I do know that the, the biggest problem with sunsetting isn't really related to the DCV because the DCV is about like retiring like locations. Um Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying actually toss the loot from the game. I again it's possible that that would have been a better way of doing it. Right? It's almost like it's almost like when I when I tell my son like hey I gotta take this band aid off and I'm just gonna tell you this little ram and I rip it off like I just I don't let him know when it's coming right you guys probably weren't ready for that either <laughs> that's kind of what Bungie did they're like yeah you know we're gonna do this sun sitting thing and it's gonna mainly be end game mostly activities kind of double speak weird talk not a lot of clarity kind of weird not sure what's gonna bam and then they hit your loot pool and you're like what you know that's what it feels like (laughs) so it's like they didn't want to do what you're saying but they kind of did right (laughs) it's like they didn't want to just be like yeah all your loot's gone it's in the dcv they didn't want to do that and yet they kind of did in essence just knocked it all out they're like yep it's all gone <laughs> there's no real you can use it on the EDZ in a lost sector isn't that good just you know three year old content you know it, it's you know it had been I, I do think I do think that there, there was a, there was an easier easier approach here uh, and it would have just been allowing most of the game to be at the floor um, and then then there wouldn't be a problem you had it as well. Oh, okay, YouTube might have had some buffering. It's not on my end. I don't have any drop frames or anything. So, did I? If I sounded weird in the uh, Discord, yo T- TML Chevy coming in with the brand new membership. Uh, that's the third new member of the day. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. Your dope and deserved dope stuff. Remember, you get extra access in our Discord server as a paying member. All we really ask is for people to click the subscribe button. If you've never been here before, be sure to click subscribe. This is something that we do. Normally, I'm not playing while doing Q&A. Uh, it, definitely, uh, it definitely helps keep things on point when I just like sit in orbit and do Q&A, but there's things that I would like to uh, do, and uh, this is allowing me to do that. So if you're enjoying the content, it's safe for work content. You don't got to worry about my language. Uh, and... Also, it's only a live stream channel. We don't do uploads here very infrequently, so I will not overload your sub feed. You can subscribe in confidence. And uh, thanks to everybody who's been helping us hit milestones here with both the like button and the sub button. It's been awesome to see all those numbers get higher and higher every day, so thank you for that. Um, Next question, the FAZ. Would leveling armor be better if it was XP-based and not currency-based? I feel like the time investment is more rewarding than just dumping currency into something. So you're talking about masterworking armor. Yeah, you know... (sighs) I think in general, masterworking armor is fine. I don't think this is a front-burner issue, but I could definitely see competing philosophies here being like, hey, if we... If you just use the loot a lot, it'll kind of level it up. Um, they, you, you, could have done something similar with perks on guns. You know, the more you use the gun, the better the perks get. Um, you know, uh, something of that nature. It, there's, there's a, there's, there's three tiers. Um, there's three. Oh, I was like, what is going on? There could be three tiers to uh, a perk. And the more you use it, uh, the better it gets, um, and then that would be your, you know, kind of your uh, your your incentive to to use the weapon more, and then you would feel like the proficiency on the weapon go up the more it's used, which I think would be people would like. Um, it would feel like a sense of investment in the weapon itself, as opposed to sort of just feeling like oh, I just got to dump some currency into this thing and then I'm done. Um, So, I I think that's one of the main reasons that people sort of look at some of the systems in the game and they just don't like them. Um, So, I really hope we also get more stasis weapons. Only putting stasis on an exotic is kind of like trace rifles. It feels like a missed opportunity uh, where they could have done... Um, and they have the color and everything. They have the color and the logo. It just looks very clean. I'd love to see that on more items, uh, personally. Uh, bring the skeleton key to the Exos Granger. (gasps) The skeleton key! Oh! A skeleton key, chat. That'd be cool if they brought that back, right? Uh, hashtag Abe says with sunsetting taking about three-fourths of the legendary weapons out of rotation why would new light players buy forsaken Shadowkeep keep now uh they wouldn't uh, they would have no reason to that is a that is an odd development I will uh I will grant you that um, it does seem a little strange you know, you're you're basically gutting the previous content I made this point a little bit earlier um I, I made this point a little bit earlier well, we, we were like I think in the in between if you take a break, you're going to have almost no guns that you can use. So imagine you took a break around Shadowkeep and you didn't play Dawn or Worthy or Arrivals that much. You didn't play that much. You have almost no weapons that you can use in the Strike playlist and the campaign in Beyond Light. And the same rule applies next year if they do this again. If you sort of take a break in year four, if you don't play season, you know, the, the, the Spring uh, the winter, spring, and summer seasons, if you don't play them that much or grind them that much, you're going to land in Witch Queen and not have a lot of gear you can use. Now, the good news is that content will still be around. Unlike Sundial and Season of Arrivals that left, like the Umbrils left, the content that's launching in year four is staying for an entire year. So, it, it's it, it is a little bit better, but at the same time, again, if you decide to take a bit of a break and then come back, you will have even less gear now it it matters less if they add lots of stuff it matters less if they add lots of stuff if they add a bunch of things if they add you know more than 20 something weapons if they added like 40 or 50 weapons it would be a little bit easier to take so it's at this point you're going to have to really if you want to jump into witch queen and be prepared you're going to want to spend this year always looking for god rolls now as I say that that's not bad for the hardcore player, hey, you always have a reason to get the best possible roll on a gun and the best possible stat roll on armor, why? because there's always going to be a time where you might need it where witch queen rolls around or something rolls around and you're going to want that depth of gear you're going to be glad you got that shotgun or that hand cannon, because you may not need it right now, but you're going to need it in witch queen, right? that sounds great For the hardcore player. It doesn't sound that great for the more mid lane casual player to be like, so you're telling me if I want to enjoy the new campaign and the strike playlist in the public space in Witch Queen, I got to make sure and basically play every season or I'll have a lot less gear to use when Witch Queen rolls around. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to have a very shrunken loot pool. So it's great for the people that like, it's great for the people who are hardcore and always have, always wanting a reason to chase God rolls. Your reason to chase God rolls just got a lot stronger. It's not that great for the more casual, the more mid-lane player is like I, you're basically putting them on this, as it was described, a loot treadmill where they're always always having to make sure they stay on top of things, which I don't think really jives with the casual player. You also have to keep in mind, Destiny 1 made a lot of really dedicated hardcore fans out of a game where you'd get like one or two guns and that's all you would use everywhere you went. Everywhere you went, you took your palindrome or your imago or whatever. Season gear is around all year. You can play near the end of the year and get all the gear you need. But you're making my point for me, Painter... You're making my point for me. If a more casual or mid lane player takes it easy in year four, they got to scramble at the end of year four to get a bunch of loot to prepare for Witch Queen. Again, again, for you or me as a hardcore player, that's actually totally fine. That's actually totally fine. We like to chase the best of the best. We want high stats. We want god rolls. For the more mid lane casual player, that's not necessarily something they're going to want to do. You're making it difficult for them to just jump in and play the content and keep in mind I am only talking about strikes, campaign public space, the low level content, the way they did it in Shadowkeep makes the most sense everybody gets raised to 750 strikes are 750, adept nightfalls are 750, the lowest nightmare hunt was 750 the public space was 750 except for some of the moon lost sectors that isn't going on right now and I think that's that's where the rub is Justin Barth says, Is implementing stasis as a weapon damage type going to uh, make match game activities a lot harder since before you had three-man fire teams with three elements and with stasis it could be four elements? I actually don't have a good answer for this. And... I kind of don't care just do it and let us figure it out like sh- elemental shields aren't that big of a pain point and when they do become a pain point that's in non match made nightfalls so in match made nightfalls and match made strikes elemental shields are not that big of a deal I don't think this is a problem and if you go and you have to shoot a stasis shield with your arc shotgun you'll do just fine if you're going in grandmaster environments well then what in the heck are you doing get some stasis weapons and synergize with your team you know Ashen, how bad are we feeling the lack of backfill from vendors? It feels like they ripped out my spine. Um, there, yeah, earlier, twice now, I've been one or two points away to, to rolling over, and I was like, I was dying for backfill. I, I was like, come on, let me backfill. I was very frustrated because that hurts my leveling proficiency. It was like, if I could just get one more drop at level, I'd roll over, and then that affects my next powerful drop. But I can't do that right now. So I just keep grinding comp and crossing my fingers. So they, I, do, I, I think taking out backfilling was a mistake. All they need to do, and I've said this many, many times... Everything that drops in the game should drop at your level. So when you need that one more backfill, no worries. Every blue, every purple that drops could potentially help you. Then you have powerfuls drop rhythmically. Every three strikes, I should get a powerful and it shouldn't be a frickin' plus one, it should be the same level of powerfuls I get by grinding comp. That solves all of these problems. You don't even need to do the super hardcore thing I was talking about where we give Zavala um, prestige and honor in two separate ranks and ranking him up works like ranking glory and valor. No, 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 you don't even need to do that. Just raise the floor. Everything that drops, a blue or purple, drops at your level. Backfilling happens on its own and then rhythmic powerfuls from activities. Every three strikes, a plus five, a plus five a plus 5, RNG still applies you could run 10 strikes and still not really move your level if you get bad RNG there's no reason for the leveling to stay the way that it is if you're going to allow comp players to literally get to 12-10 12-20 in a matter of days why the heck are you holding back the rest of the game why, who cares Feral Savage what are your thoughts on the chaos happening in the Crucible right now with Stasis Um, I'm telling you, I, I, I think that I don't want to overstate it, but I, I, I think crucible numbers are going to be really bad in about three weeks. I think in less than a month, the crucible player base numbers are going to be horribly low. Um, I don't think people will put up with it for very long. There's a reason that mayhem. there's a reason that mayhem rotates. It gets old. It gets old. And um, I think that the Crucible has a short shelf life with Stasis in there. I do. It's going to be very interesting to see what the player base numbers look like in just a couple of weeks because it is extremely um, unfun. And I'm seeing some of the more dedicated players uh, basically saying this is the least amount of uh, of fun that they have had. So I it's I I don't I don't want to be sky is falling. I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but I'm telling you right now, I think in a couple of weeks, I'm really interested to see how the community responds. I think the Crucible numbers are going to plummet. Um, Because, let me explain to you why. There's almost no reason to play Crucible to begin with. There's no loot in there. There's no reason to put up with it. There's one purple pulse rifle that drops at random. There's nothing. There's no loot incentive. The armor looks cool. I'll give you that. Outside of that, I don't know, dude. The adept weapons and trials might people keep in the, pe- keep people in the mix for a while, but I just think you think PvP is fun now. Okay, well, wait until you run into some of the broken builds that haven't really become uh, meta yet. Just wait, just wait. There are some absolutely disgusting broken builds that have not even landed in the crucible yet. Give it time. And once it does, and once Aspects and Fragments start to get distri- distributed into the community, um, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I threw one cold snap grenade, got four kills from it because it froze five people. Yeah, it happened to me and Light Leap. We were literally standing in a doorway. The guy throws the grenade, and there's nothing we can do. It's an automatic kill. It's just automatic. He throws it, it hits the ground, it came in the room, froze us both, we died and lost the round. I was like there's literally no skill it's not like we made a mistake and let them get heavy it's not like we misplayed the supers and they have a super and we don't and we misfired and didn't play the good chess game right it's literally a grenade cooldown and he gets two kills it's I'm telling you right now buckle the frick up because the degenerate builds have not even hit the crucible yet There are gonna be some nasty nasty builds and when you face three people doing it you are I'm telling you, mayhem rotates for a reason. It gets old, and so will this. I'm just saying, give it time. If I'm wrong, and in two, three, four weeks, Crucible's booming, then good for Bungie. They somehow pulled off a miracle. I just don't think that that's um that's going to be the case. Some of the research I did after I got off, there's some broken warlock builds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some stuff on uh, Reddit. It's going to get pretty interesting. <laughs> Bungie's got, Bungie has a massive, massive situation on their hands um, it's I, it, 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 they have so many things to think about with respect to balancing, nerfing and, and tweaking and I think people are going to get really really angry if all of a sudden stuff starts getting weakened, it's going to be like when, when um, Titan Hammers were amazing and then they ruined Crucible and then Bungie nerfed Titan Hammers do you remember that in the Taken King? yeah Uh, it's uh, yeah Uh, Justin Kidder uh, are the seasonal weapons already in the database Uh, the activity doesn't begin until Tuesday could we be getting even more loot Uh, and that particularly negate the loot pain point I have continued to grant this premise that there may be more loot on the way they're not limited to three months anymore this stuff sticks around for an entire year We'll have to wait and see. We already know the weapons that are attached to Wrathborn hunts. So, I I, I don't know. I don't know. There could be something in a month. They could say, hey, there's hard versions now. There's new loot. I, I, I really, truly don't know. I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. A coup de Papa, with the last question of the day. Would it be better to have the Powerfuls drop every couple of strikes to plus two, plus three, than once you hit Pinnacle, drop plus one? This is exactly what I would like. Go ahead and make them a plus five, let's call it a day. Even with Perfect RNG, you're talking about every three strikes, if I get a plus five, okay, that means every six strikes, I have the potential to boost my level by like 1.2 like 1.2 so if I'm a 1205 and I run six strikes I would go to like 1206 is that really a problem like what <laughs> that that's six strikes that's an hour a level an hour that means if I can seek like think about the math there okay with perfect RNG always hitting the right slots that means from 1200 to 1230 would take me approximately 30 hours if you play five days a week that's six hours for the entire opening week to get to 1230 imagine 30 hours (laughs) 30 with perfect rng Take a casual player who plays two hours a night. That's 15 days that it's gonna take. If they play five days a week, that's three weeks. It takes them a little less than a month to hit 1230 to be able to take a crack at the raid. How is that a problem? How? 30-something hours of running strike. I wrapped the cheese up so it wouldn't get, like, hard because I'm waiting to eat it. If it sits out in the air, it gets, like, Weird, weird. That doesn't include the Blues that backfill. Would the Blues backfill though? The Blues hardly ever backfill. I'm not even asking for backfilling right now. I'm not. I'm just saying every three strikes give me a plus five. (laughs) Every three strikes give me a plus five. You don't even have the backfill. They do now? No, they don't. Blue's barely backfill ever. It's RNG. They they can be a zero, a minus one, or a minus two. And most of the time, they're minus one or minus two. They do backfill, but they don't do it that often. They can be anywhere from a minus two to a zero. I don't think they can be a plus one. I think they can do a minus two, minus one, or a zero. It's really inconsistent. Okay, okay, okay. So hang on, hang on. Let's say I overstated it. Let's say backfilling shaves off an entire 10 hours of that grind. It takes you 20 hours to get from 1200 to 1230. What's the freaking problem with that? That's 20 hours of just leveling. That's just leveling. So I'll I'll chop 10 whole hours off the grind and the blues that backfill shave off 10 hours and it takes you 20 hours to level. Who gives a frick? Who gives a frick? 20 hours! That's a lot of hours! There's so many other things in the game to do! There's empire hunts! There's legendary lost sectors! There's the raid! There's the wrathborn hunts! There's leveling up the sabotages with Variks! There's so many other things for me to do! And if I'm talking about... Something that doesn't even exist, like a plus five every three strikes, we're guesstimating would take about 20 hours with really good RNG and really good backfilling. Let's be honest, the biggest issue is the hypocrisy that is comp Crucible. I just want to level up fast without being forced to comp Crucible. Precisely the point. There's nothing equal to it. That's why I said just give Zavala honor and prestige, and both of those level up if you're running Nightfalls, only one of them levels up if you're running Strikes, as a comparative option to what you can do in comp or regular Crucible like Wheezy did and you solve the problem you are giving me an equal option in pve that's all we're asking for if you're gonna let the comp train ride then give me an option to have something similar in the pve side of the game there's nothing wrong with that you have to give zavala something more akin to gambit comp requires wins well i said this earlier you, I, you weren't here eugene you would have to slow down the, the you'd have to slow it down You'd have to slow it down on how much Nightfalls would um, raise honor, or I'm sorry, prestige. So Nightfalls would be prestige, Strikes would be honor. You'd have to slow it down, because yes, you got to win in comp. However, you could really speed it up the minute you go up to the harder Nightfalls. It could work on a scale. So the lowest level Nightfall would be slower than comp, and I think that's okay. That's okay. Winning in comp would be faster. It would be like... A middle ground. You know, you could measure it. Okay, how, if you win six games and lose six games, where does that put you? Okay, let's make Nightfalls work in a similar pacing, you know, since you can't really lose in a Nightfall. But Nightfalls can take a while, right? If you're not playing with a really particularly good team or whatever, like, again, the idea is who cares if people level quickly <laughs> if Bungie doesn't care about the comp leveling opportunity then why does it matter anywhere else you know what I'm saying um, the plus one blues make those the standard when you're under leveled when you're under leveled nightfalls yeah there's a handful of things they could do to incentivize PVE activity You know, level grind um, it, it's, this is how the game should work When you play through the new campaign and the new content, it should just get you to the soft cap without blinking an eye. So when you play through the campaign, it should just no sweat get you to the soft cap of 1200. We should have blinked and been at 1200. There's no reason to not do that. It doesn't hurt anything. Once you hit 1200, then the powerful grind uh, starts and it should be relatively quickly as long as you dedicate yourself to the funnels of leveling. Comp being the best and then Nightfalls also being the best. Boom! ship it. You got two lanes almost equal to each other. If you want a level, pick one. That's, that's how it should work. Instead of how it is now, everybody finds a glitch or an exploit or an engram farm that gets you to 1200 really, really quickly and then you go run comp. It's dumb. It's absolutely dumb. Right now, imagine with me that instead of a YouTuber doing it, Bungie put out a help tutorial and said, hey guys, we want to help you with your leveling experience so this is our expedited leveling guide this is going to help you level quicker than almost any other option in the game now keep in mind you don't have to do this but in order to equip you as a player to level up as quickly as possible here's what you need to do first you need to find a lost sector or a short farm loot that you can do over and over and over again to expedite getting engrams to drop in order to get yourself to the soft cap of 1200 we know there's lots of great new content to play on europa but you're going to run in a year one lost sector for a couple of hours to bypass leveling that doesn't work all that well once you hit 1200 you're going to want to head on over to comp and you really want to go on win win you know win streaks in order to get the highest and fastest version of leveling when you say it out loud it sounds stupid it's like why does this even in the game it invalidates itself it invalidates itself. The most efficient way to level makes the whole thing look dumb. It's like, why is this even here? <laughs> why is this even here? It's laughable. <laughs> A couple? I was in the Lost Sector for 30 minutes. Well, if you want to do all your characters. <laughs> I'm telling you, it. there are so many loopholes in it. It's, it's self, It is self-invalidating it invalidates itself <laughs> because of the way that it works how do you make streaming a business homie That now's not the time to answer that question anytime you want to be a self run business you have to become an LLC or an S corp, most people just pick LLC, that's something between you and the government that, that's not between me and, and YouTube, that's something you do as a citizen, between you and the government so Yeah, that's a good final question. We're going to keep streaming. If you're in the live audience and you've enjoyed this, please click subscribe and like as a way to support the content. If you've enjoyed this Q&A session, we do these Monday through Friday. This is a live only channel now. I will not overwhelm your sub feed with uploads. We have a separate channel for that. You can subscribe in confidence. I'm not going to hit you with a bunch of subs. A bunch of videos, I mean. So please click subscribe and the bell button. Let's roll the likes over, smash the like button, especially if you've enjoyed this content. It'll help it get recommended to other people. If you're looking for the uploads, I do record these Q&A sessions. I do record the 10-minute videos, and those hit another channel. It's basically an archive channel. And it just got approved for monetization, so thank you guys for supporting that other channel. Use the videos command to go to that channel. If you're listening to this this as a recording elsewhere you can always watch me live at sntrlive.com or get all my content in one location at sntrnetwork.com as always if you're listening or watching in the other locations please like share and subscribe